Hey everyone, welcome to the Relationships and Chill podcast. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about changing the course of your life. And a key takeaway I want you guys to pay attention to is in order to change your course, you have to change the story. Stay tuned. You're listening to Relationships and Chill, the podcast for singles and couples about how to find and cultivate the relationship you've always dreamed of based on trust and honest communication. Why waste your time going through the typical dating obstacle course only to end up with drama, jealousy, and heartbreak when you can find the love of your life and live happily ever after? So sit back, chill, and get ready to make relationships great again. Greetings, everyone. Greetings. Welcome to another edition of the Relationships and Chill podcast. I am your gracious host, Coach R. Anthony. Our aim here at Relationships and Chill is to make relationships great again. Nope, scratch that, to make them better than they've ever been before. We are also joined by my lovely woman. She's back on the scene, Coach Elulu. Dot my woman. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, everybody. How you doing? (laughs) Welcome back, baby. Welcome back. Um, Today's episode, we're going to be talking about changing the course of your life. Now, this could be applied to your dating life. This could be applied to all areas of your life, your relationship, um, your family relationship, your parents, your children, Anything that you want to apply this information to, it will absolutely work. Um, you don't have to continue continuously experience the things that you have been in the past. You know, a, a lot of people don't really even look at their life under the proper microscope. They think that things just keep happening. But they really don't think about the fact that things keep happening over and over again. It's not that they just keep happening. They just seem like they're different. But in reality, it's the same thing that is that is spiraling in your life, that's perpetuating through your life. Um, so a, until you take an until you, and that's why I really am a big proponent of journaling, because journaling really tells you know if you want to journal day by day week by week or you know month by month or whatever i do it monthly but um for the most part i do it monthly you know sometimes i skip a month (laughs) here or there but i also i always like bring myself up to speed the way i journal i write like to like i write to an old friend i I write so this is what's been happening yeah i'll be like so last time i talked to you uh this happened and now, you know, this is where I am right now. Hey, it's been good. <laughs> it's been real. That's what I talked about, journal. <laughs> so when I look back over it, it'll be, because I think it, for me, it does, it makes it um, easier to talk in a friendly manner to, or write in a friendly manner, as opposed to just like writing to myself. Like, oh, yeah. You know what happened. Yeah. Peace. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I gotta write it to somebody who don't know what's happening. <laughs> but it also goes to show you how effective it still can be when 
when you're writing monthly or mm. you know bi-monthly or however yeah. a lot of people think when it, when they're told you start journaling you have to journal it it has to be every single day right but it can still be effective if it's not as frequent yeah that's true it, I mean, I just, it's hard to keep up with the details, you know, the daily yeah. details. I, I think sometimes you might have to do a daily or weekly type journal. That way it's fresh. Especially if something's really happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Yeah. But uh, generally speaking, my life is just pretty much uh, whatever. So I just like journal on a monthly basis. I got a, like a like a thing in my phone that reminds me journal. Like oh, the last, do? yeah, yeah. I got it on my own. It's been like that for years. Nice. Um, at least a year for sure, uh, where it just tells me on the last day of the month to journal. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I like yeah. that idea. It's a good idea. So hey, this I ain't gonna charge y'all for that one. That's free on. That's on the house. <laughs> what sound effects at? I need some sound effects. But anyway, yeah. That boy's good. There we go. <laughs> I'm good. You know what I'm saying? I'm helping y'all out. Um, so this information I think can be applied to anything but like i said that's why i like journaling because you're able to like get a basically like a snapshot a way of looking at uh what's been transpiring in your life and how frequently it's been happening and the cycles and you know the things that you find yourself gravitating towards gravitating away from um and the perpetual problems that people have and the perpetual wins the things that we feel are wins Mm -hmm. that's very important to know to know what you believe a victory is meaning that if you meet somebody and you get excited at the fact that they're consistently talking to you that's a win to you Mm -hmm. like oh man like we got good conversations we're getting to know each other and then what happens next you know what i'm saying like what happens next in your life that's where the transition has to happen because if you get so excited with your hopes up based on the conversation, there's something you're missing in the process that causes you to stop at this point or have this problem at this particular point in your life. Um, after whatever happens, you get excited or the conversation starts to go this certain way and you're thinking, oh, this could be it. But what happens at that very moment, you start to thinking that this could be it, is where the issue lies, right? right? So having the mentality or having the thoughts that small victories or small wins can kind of be kind of be deceptive if you don't know if you don't know why and what part it plays in the whole cycle. Mm-hmm of what you're attracting versus what you want to attract. So in order to change in, ch- in order to change the course, we have to obviously monitor what is the route that we can, that we find ourselves typically taking. That's the first thing. And um we have to begin to really think about the stories that we're telling ourselves about either relationships with family, whatever the the issue is, you got to begin to tell to 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 figure out what story have you been telling yourself about relationships cuz i see it a lot in in relationships especially from a woman's from women um like I, they they always say i'm a good woman and i always 
have this happen in a relationship. I always have guys hitting me or guys abusing me or guys, you know, not not appreciating what I bring to the table. Right. But why is that? You know, why do you feel as though men don't appreciate that? So you begin to tell your you begin to tell yourself a story that men don't appreciate you. So obviously you begin to perpetually attract things based on what you believe about yourself or what you've been told. So you see other women um, in your environment or whatever, your family or whatever, they don't seem to be getting appreciated. So this becomes your norm. This becomes what you habitually think is supposed to happen. So you can't go against what you innately and internally believe is supposed to happen. So you have to begin to rewrite the story. What do you want to happen? What does appreciation look like from your perspective? Because if you don't have an ideal version of what you want, then the old story will do. So you have to begin to rewrite the story in a way that's conducive to what you desire. And I've noticed that a lot of people have not created a story that's conducive or ideal to what they desire and then move towards that desire. How does it feel? What does it mean to be appreciated? What does it mean for you to have a good woman in a relationship? Because I noticed that a lot of guys that I knew, they would always be calling women derogatory names. I don't personally use that. I never did because I believe what you call them they will answer to Mm -hmm. that what you what you speak is what you will bring in Mm -hmm. because you become more familiar with the thing that you speak about or think about or talk about um so in order to rewrite the story and change your course well that's kind of it in order to change your course you have to rewrite the story rewrite the narrative the thing that you believe about it about whatever the area is that you keep having a problem is. Like I said, if it's relationships, if it's dating, if it's problems with your children's mother, problems with your children, problem with your parents, problem with your in-laws, problems with whatever. Because even with in-laws, people believe that you're supposed to have problems with their in-laws. So guess what? They have problems with their in-laws. I never believed that. I never understood why I would have a problem with the woman I choose as parents. Like, it just doesn't make sense to me. Right. So I be, I'm like, I should be able to get along. Like, why wouldn't I get along with my in-laws? I get along with their daughter. You know, yeah. so if you get along with their son, they're the ones that made your son. I mean, made the son that you're with or the daughter that, that you're with. Why wouldn't you get it in, in, you know, but I think it's because we have to begin to rewrite the narrative. So becoming someone who believes otherwise will begin to paint the picture to that other person that this ain't going to be your typical in-law relationship. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you I'm going to be like your son. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to be like the son you never had. <laughs> um, Or, you know, I'm going to be like the daughter you never had. I'm going to be, you going to be thankful that this young man chose me. And from that perspective, you begin to create this uh, this relationship. That's how, like, the relationship that I have with 
My mother-in-law is amazing, right? She calls here yeah. just for me sometimes. Well, yeah. That's how it is with your family, yeah. too. Yeah. Man, my stepdad. They talk to you for two seconds. And then yeah, I'm like, where your wife at? <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, hello? I'm here. But it, but I like it, though. It's cool because they're, they're, that's their way of saying we approve. Matter of fact, when we went, you know, to the to um, my, my grandmother's funeral last month. Um, yeah. And I have. I got a chance to introduce her to that part of the family. They were like, you did good. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, you did good, boy. You did good. <laughs> um, I was like, I know, I know. You, I mean, this is y'all first time meeting her. So, actually, she did good. Like, y'all don't know who y'all are interacting with. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> this is the one and only big homie coach, R. Anthony. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Nah, but uh, I love it. I love the fact that they feel that way about about you, baby. I really. It was do. nice. <laughs> yeah, they said I did good, so I need to get something. I, need, I ain't gonna say that, but I, I need to. Fi- I need to figure out a way to make sure that it's known that I know that I did good. Basically, you know what I'm saying? Because they could just tell by her aura and the way that. See what it is is they they could feel the way I feel about her from me. Right. And that causes them to feel a certain way to feel good about the situation because of how I feel about her. They can read it all over my face and vice versa. Now, for women, it's a little bit different, I think, because mothers are a little bit more, you know, and fathers like want to be a little bit more protective. Mother daughters. Yeah. Yeah. I think they want to be like cousins and uncles. They like, I want to meet them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I, I need to meet them. You know what I'm saying? They're, but that, then that's the, going back to what you were saying with the story of, of um, like, the man that the daughter brings to the house is supposed to be a problem. So right. Like there's supposed to be something you got to put in check. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, the stories that people are telling themselves, and we just fall right in line with it. Like, yes, sir. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, no, you're not going to talk to me like that. Like, Trust me, I got better intentions for her than you do. Right. You know what I'm saying? For real. <laughs> <laughs> like, you don't even know her like I know her. So, cut it out. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's how I approach it. Like, cut it out. Who are you? Good to meet you, sir. You know what I'm saying? Like, who are you? Like, I want to get to know you on a personal level. I, I don't care about all of that stuff. Who are you? Tell me about yourself, and I'll tell you about myself. And we can, we can start from there. But don't put me in a category where you feel like you got to do something to me. And it's just not going to work out like that. Right. You know, like the way I feel about her. As a matter of fact, a lot of that stuff was already killed at the door because of how we interact. You know, how we interacted a- amongst other people. Mm-hmm. Kind of like put them in a position where they will be a fool to try to say something about what we got going on. They would literally seem like a, the eyeball because they would have to be against everything good in life they would have to be against every you know what is to be considered a good relationship you know what i'm saying like why would you try to oppose that and if you try to oppose that then not i ain't even you ain't gotta worry about me you gotta worry about all the other people in here that wants a relationship to be good a good relationship yeah you know what i'm saying yeah but that starts with rewriting the story um believing something different as opposed to what you've been programmed or what we've been programmed 
or been taught to believe that should happen. Mm-hmm. But why does it? Why should I have a problem with in-laws? Why should I have a problem with, you know, baby mothers or baby fathers? Why? Why? Why should we? And then when you think about it, it's like there's no reason to, other than we just believe that you should. You know what I'm saying? Like, why should I have a problem with, um, I don't know, like anything, you know, um, anything that people try to create. Like, like I said, main thing for me is in-laws. Like, that, that's the biggest thing for me because people really believe that stuff. People really believe you're supposed to have a problem with your in-laws. And so you do. Um, So you got to change the story. You got to change the narrative of the story by thinking about why why like why do i need to do that why should i have that happen um even the story that you tell about yourself has to be changed like i said why do you believe you can't get what you want i mean you you think you can you believe you can you believe that it's available you believe but is it but do you really believe that it's available for you because as you go through the process of dating and meeting people a story is being designed and it's hard to go against that story when that's all you see. That's the only movie on the plane. Oh yeah. So think about it that way. That's the only, like if you're in prison, right? I'll be watching prison documentaries sometimes, but let's say you only have one movie to watch for the next five years, five, 10 years by year six months of watching that movie (laughs) you're gonna know that movie like the back of your hand you're gonna know exactly what's supposed to happen in at two minutes in 32 minutes in an hour in you're gonna know exactly what's gonna happen because you're so familiar with this story you can predict what's gonna happen now as you begin to take to get more into the movie you're going to start taking on some of the mentality of the characters in the movie because it's what you know it's what you think about you you thought about it so much to the point where you memorized the words and as you do that you become more like what you see like I said, you take on some of the characteristics, you start quoting stuff, you know what I'm saying? It becomes a part of your life. And it's the same thing with us. The stories we keep rehashing or keep uh, finding ourselves in, especially like dating and relationships, begin to, we begin to tell ourselves the things that we've experienced. That I'm just not good enough for this, you know. It's just not going to work. It's just not in the cards for me. Relationships just ain't my thing. Marriage just ain't my thing. Um, And then you begin to take on the characteristics of a person that doesn't have good relationships. So when you do get into a good relationship or get into a relationship, you sabotage it because of the story you are constantly telling yourself. Mm. So in order to reconfigure we got to change the movie we got to change the story we got to look at it from a different angle and say this this is only because i've been looking at this same movie the same way it's not into and that is not until you look at the movie 
and look at the, the situation from a different perspective, will you get a different outcome? And that's what changing the course of of your relationship is all about. Looking at how to rework and rewrite the narrative for your life. And it's tough to do it on your own because you think it's just a matter of time before it, it happens the right way. You think, okay, well, I'll eventually find somebody. The right person will just show up magically. Mm. But it doesn't work that way. I was and just about to ask you that. Well, you about to ask me. How... Um how would how would work how it would work if someone's trying to do it on their own well i think it's uh, the way it works when you're trying to do it on your own is you have to make decisions outside of your norm you have to do something that is outside of what you typically do so instead of like in the in in the case of the movie instead of watching the movie every day it's time to read so we tr- we we switch up our source of input, like what we're bringing into the mind. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. So you, you've been conditioned to just every day at 12 o'clock, watch this movie. Every time you meet somebody, this is how it's supposed to go. We're supposed to go out to dinner. We're supposed to, you know, try to go back to each other's house or we talk on the phone or whatever the process you're you've become most comfortable with whatever process of getting to know someone that you find most um comfortable Mm -hmm. whether it be on the phone where they're hanging out or whatever the case may be um you have to begin to switch it up in a way now this is like in the process but before even prior to actually meeting someone you have to begin to think about things outside of the way you normally think about them, meaning that on a daily basis, you are doing something that is um, helping you to perpetuate the thing that you are experiencing. Whether oh, it be, okay. yeah. So they almost have to like step outside of themselves and like view themselves from exactly. the outside. So that's why journaling, we mentioned that in the beginning. You have right. to know, you have to have some kind of marker to know what you do. If you don't know what you do, then this whole conversation is going to be pointless for you. But we do so much stuff on a daily basis. That's why, you, that's why I say you might have to journal weekly, monthly, or whatever. But being able to take a part of who you are and input it on a page so that you can come back to it. That's all journaling is. Hmm. It's just taking everything that you are doing and are at this moment, putting on, putting it on a piece of paper, and then stepping away from it. That way, over time, you have a collection of where you've been. It's like a internal destination map. Um, you know how you put the like little places you've been on oh, the, on the oh, map. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's yeah, what it is. Yeah, yeah. And so, what what begin to happen is you'll start seeing a pattern. You'll start seeing certain characteristics of who you are start to pop up. You know, and you you've experienced this. Yeah. In your journaling um, career. you begin to notice that things some things pop up uh immediately off the page these are the things that are creating the cycle the cycle that you constantly experience is telling you the story of what you believe now we you have to in order to go deeper on that uh, we have to go there's a couple more layers but in order to go deeper on that particular part you have to look at how you are what you do on a daily basis, why you work where you work. 
um, and most importantly, what you want to do, but what you're not willing to do to get what you want. So if you say, I am going to read this book and you don't read the book. And that's that's fine. That's one book. All right. Next book. Because I do it, too. I do this, too. I ain't going to lie. I do this sometimes, too. I'm, I'm a book lever person. <laughs> so, I, you know what I did, though? I started switching up to audiobooks because I'm like, I finish audiobooks. But I don't really finish regular books because I don't have the time, mainly. Right. Mainly, it's just a time thing. And I feel like I can get more, <laughs> more out of it audibly. Mm-hmm. But if that's your thing... I mean, you basically what I'm saying, you got to find your thing. Don't continuously deceive yourself and tell yourself that you're going to do something because it lowers it lowers your confidence and push you, pushes you further away from what you actually want to obtain. And also it creates a new cycle or new pattern of habits that you have to now fight off again, because the, the thing that you're doing, if you don't finish or complete something, I'm just using that as an example, because that's one of the things that I had to do. Um, or have to do too, because I sometimes might still find myself picking up a book. But I'm I'm saying that as we choose to do something and don't follow through, we now create a new habit of not following through, uh, and that works itself into our daily pattern and our daily thinking. And then when we start to get to know somebody or want to start dating or something like that, it's not that people. It's not that you have a problem with um, attracting the wrong person sometimes. It's that you have a problem with attracting the right person that you don't recognize in yourself. I know it probably don't. (laughs) It makes perfect sense. It's not that you don't attract the right. It's not that you attract the wrong person. I'm sorry. It's not that you attract the wrong person. It's that you attract the right person but you just don't realize that they're the right person because you are deceiving yourself by telling yourself something else that's not happening okay you see what i'm saying like you're telling yourself that you're going to do something that you know you're not going to do so you're attracting people that are exactly what you want but you're telling yourself they're not because of what you think you should get yeah but in reality, you're attracting exactly who you are. So, but you wouldn't know that until you have an idea of the things that you're doing, like the reality of who you are. You know, I know for me and my wife, we we procrastinate. Like we are Mr. and Mrs. Procrastinators. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of the things that we, that we, that we yeah. know is like our thing. <laughs> like we we will put something off for till I'm talking about like one minute on the clock, you know what I'm saying? And it's ticking down, and we like okay, I I got to get out of bed now, <laughs> <laughs> or I got to do these la- I got to do this laundry now, I got to do these dishes now. But I I have decided to start moving in a better direction. But that's the thing, like I'm I know what I like doing. I love doing dishes. I love doing laundry. You I don't do? Have, yeah nice <laughs> that's what i'm saying <laughs> but I, I still don't know what you like doing 
Hilarious. Hey, baby. You like cooking, though. You do like cooking. If I say I need something. I don't mind, like, baking. No, but if I say I want something to eat. Yeah. You 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 hop to it oh, for yeah. the most part. Now if I say microwave something, hey, it might be tomorrow for well, you. Well, that's because I caught up in work and then. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, but um, love you, love you too, baby. But no, I mean, I only <laughs> said that because you have to know that. Like I know that, but and so I can't be mad that she's that. You know what I'm saying? I can't be mad at her and try to uphold her to a standard of not being a procrastinator, when I know for a fact. I'm procrastinating. Like right. what? You know what I'm saying? Right. And so people people will attract people into their lives and say, Well, this person didn't didn't do this. They didn't do that. But it's but it, as I talk to them, like, you're not doing it. You're not even doing it for yourself. So you can't expect somebody to do it for you. Right. When you're not willing to do it yourself. Unless they're your wife and then I can make you cook and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, but um, yeah. I mean, you know, you got to. You, we have to really make sure that we are paying attention to the things that we are heavily doing. And, and like I said, it's, it's really about journaling. And um, though the the things that I know we're that I'm weakest in. It's not that necessarily she's stronger in. I, I just know we both have that Achilles heel. We got that thing. We got procrastination down to a science. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, we got it down to a science, but it always works out. But uh, we got it down to a science. But the thing that we know, that this is the problem with the weaknesses that we have as people, is that when we have a weakness, we tend to protect that weakness. We tend to overcompensate for it. It's like if you mm, break your foot. It. Yeah, it's like if you break your foot, the other parts of your body are going to overcompensate for that foot. And it's going to make the other one a little bit stronger. So people are like, man, this person is super funny. But on the flip side, they have a really negative perspective of themselves. Because oh. they overcompensate by being funny or finding humor in their self-sabotaging belief about themselves or whatever it is about themselves they believe um, creates the, the the other side to be stronger. So I know, it, but that's because the it, thing. It, because it hides that part so well. It, it hides it so well. But then, but then the thing is, People do that, and we all do that, right? But when some when you attract somebody into your life, into your that you're interested in, and you understand that you're starting to figure out what they're hiding this whole time. The problem is you don't. We don't like to expose what we're hiding. Somebody has to point it out, and people will. That's how a lot of couples fight against each other because they're hiding their weaknesses. They were hiding their weaknesses before. Now their weaknesses exposed and now they fighting, they kicking each other with two broken legs. Mm. <laughs> Ain't that a situation. Ain't that a situation. <laughs> <laughs> they got, they both got broken legs, but they kicking each other and they're causing themselves pain. 
And so in order to rewrite the, the, the course, why not I grab your arm, you grab your arm, and let's use the, the one good legs that we got and get to where we need to go. Then we can kick each other down just like no, but then we <laughs> then we can then we can start healing. We can start the healing process. Um, but we have to first change our beliefs on what we believe about each other. So your broken right leg and my broken left leg, I believe that your your left leg should be my left leg because i i I got a broke left leg so won't you just give me yours and now you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. instead of let's saying hey listen you got a good left leg i got a good right leg let's walk together because neither one of our other legs are working well right but what people like i said what people do is like you not you (laughs) you won't you you won't let me use your leg you won't um you won't wait, you won't make me feel like my leg is broken. I need you to make me feel that way. So they look for somebody else to make them feel strong or healthy or whatever it is, happy. What people use happy. Let's say you're in a relationship, you want them they you want them to make you feel happy. Mm-hmm. But see, it ain't gonna it ain't gonna work like that because it's not really about happiness. It's about where we are now, where are we trying to go? What do we have? And as you go through the process, and this is, like I said, this could be in any relationship. It's just, it really just a matter of how you perceive that particular relationship. Because I know relationships are a lot different if you're an adult and that, and and it's a child but or whatever. But to sum it up, this is what I believe you have to do. You first, you know, Change your perspective, obviously. In order to change a perspective of somebody else, it's easier to do that when you've changed your own perspective. So in order for me to change the way you view something, I first, it's better if I first come to the conclusion because I can possibly think and rationalize the way you could potentially think about it. Mm -hmm. And that way, as you, as I bring it and present it to you, I'm going to have a little bit more patience, but I'm also going to guide you through the process of viewing it the way that I view it. So like I said, if it's in-laws or baby moms or whatever, baby dad or whatever, why do you, why do I believe that there should be a problem either with him or the woman that he's with now or the man that she's with now? Why, why does it have to be a problem? You know what I'm saying? Just as an example. Yeah. It it shouldn't be a problem. I believe, like for me, I believe this is this is like the key to it. The key to it is I believe in peace. Right? If I believe in peace, I cannot go in any scenario where I believe that where I where I don't bring peace, I should say. I shouldn't if I believe that I'm a I want peace in my life, I can't want peace in my life and also bring problems or right. bring, you know. Right. You can't contradict yourself. I can't contradict myself because if I did, then guess what? I will contradict myself in other areas. Mm-hmm. It'll be uniform. It's not just something that stops 
just in this area. Oh, I'm like this here. But over here, I'm not like that. It don't work like that. Our life is pretty uniform for the most part. I had I heard this quote recently. How you do anything is how you do everything. Oh, I like that one. Yep. How you do anything is how you will do everything. So if you take a perspective of I want peace, I want to make sure I want to be in a place in my life where I can enjoy my life and enjoy what I have and, you know, just enjoy life, period. You have to start it now. And everything, everything that is in your life, because how you gonna have peace in your life if you're thinking about something outside of your, you think something else outside of what this is the reign, this is the realm of my peace right here. It's just, it's just going to extend within these, within these people that I like. Yeah. Or I'm supposed to like, because I don't think I'm supposed to like this person. Why not? And w- w- even if you don't like them, what's stopping you from being peaceful or being in, you know, just as an example. But that that's me personally. Like I don't care who you are. I'm going to offer you peace. I'm not going to. I don't even have an aura of conflict or problems like that. Um, I just I'll, I, I don't I want the same respect. As an individual that I would give to anybody else, I want it back. Period. So I'm going to extend you a courtesy that you've never been extended before as a person. But that comes from me rewriting the reality of, well, if somebody do this to you, then what you going to do? Like, I mean, at the end of the day, it's not going to, if I make a decision outside of my norm, is going to create a reality inside of my norm that is not in line with, if it's not in line with who I am and who I want to become, then it will create something that is that goes against me as opposed to works for me. So if you're making a decision outside of your norm, you have to first create the reality that you want to have. Mm. So I create the reality in my mind. I want to have a reality of peace, Love, tranquility. I want to make sure I enjoy my life. I want to make sure that, you know, I have good people in my life. So I might have to make a decision outside of my norm to go and meet new people. You know, go out and, you know, shake hands and kiss babies and stuff like that. Okay. <laughs> but I'm not going to go out there and, and, and you know, not going to go out there causing problems. You right. see what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, because I... Ultimately, my goal is to have peace and have love and have tranquility with people outside of my norm. So that's going to run concurrent regardless of where I go. Peace, love, tranquility, you know what I'm saying? No problems is going to be concurrent. Outside of my norm would mean I'm not going to just stay in the house and just be on the computer and, you know, just chill in my own little zone. I need to go out and start, you know what I'm saying, politicking and campaigning. <laughs> I need to go for outside the, of my for the life you want. Yeah, for the life that you want. For the reality you want. To but it, but but yourself. the core things that you ultimately want have to run concurrent, and it has to be a part of who you are. Like I don't care if it's your mother-in-law, your your baby dad's new girlfriend, um, your auntie's new man who looks at you a little weird. You know what <laughs> I'm saying? 
that one lady down the street, whoever it is, you know what I'm saying? Like, hey, how you doing? Okay, um, keep it moving, cause I don't, I want, I want to maintain this this place in my life. Me personally, wherever I go, I want people to feel a certain way, a good feeling. So when they think of me, they think of they think of good. When they think of Hakeem, they th- Gosh. <laughs> no, but when they think of me, they think of good. They think about a feeling that they had while they were in my presence or while I was in their presence. That's what I want, me personally. But I had to rewrite my reality about how we deal with people, how to deal with people. And if you don't rewrite the story, then you will deal with people based on what may be natural to them. So for instance, if I'm all about peace, if I want peace and I haven't rewritten my reality or my way of thinking about people who cut me off in traffic. Then now they have taken me out of peace. I've let them dictate to me how I feel. Mm-hmm. When in reality, if I extend that courtesy to anybody regardless and rewire my thinking, that what's the point? You know, what's the point of me getting upset about them cutting me off? They ain't got nothing to do with me. That's their reality that they're living in. But I get I offer them peace because that's I got plenty of it. And that's my way of thinking. And that's how I've changed my course to where people they love being around me. They love talking to me. And I could talk to anybody like I've known them for eighty years. Before I couldn't that do that. Definitely true. <laughs> Before I couldn't do that though. Okay. Yeah, I couldn't do it. I couldn't just walk up to somebody and talk to them. I could never do it. I I, I wouldn't even talk to people, period. Um, people that I just could, I just would not talk to people at all. I was just so, like, not wanting to just be bothered, so to speak. Like, I didn't really want to be bothered with people. Yeah. I just wanted to get where I needed to go and be doing what I wanted to do. But now, like, shoot, I might some, I might beat somebody and talk to them for however long they, I need to talk to them. Mm-hmm. Um, and then with that, you just knew how you wanted to change your life in that aspect for you to go from not wanting to talk to people to how you are now? What do you mean? Like, how did it change from... From you not wanting to talk to people, like I, like I guess, oh, because I, I knew the importance didn't... of people. Like I, oh, okay. I started learning why people were important to my life because I can't. Everything that I've gotten into in my life as a is a result of people. Right, the relationships. You know, yeah, we have. the relationships we have with people. Like everything that you have in your life is a result of a relationship. Whether it's your mom or your dad, you know what I'm saying? That's a relationship. You, somebody had to take care of you as a baby. They had to feed you because you couldn't feed yourself. They had to teach you how to talk, teach you how to walk. Somebody, your relationship, every like that's the thing, Like relationships benefit both parties because the mother gives love, then more love than she knows she's qualified to give in the sense that a lot of women tell me that they didn't even know they could love as much as they do something other than what they thought they could love and and it pales in comparison it's not even close Mm -hmm. 
And that's cool. And that's what I'm saying. Like, everything comes from some type of relationship. So if you're blocking and telling yourself stories about certain relationships, who knows what you're blocking? Who knows what's behind that door? Mm-hmm. So if you're cutting the thing you're cutting off could be cutting off what you want. So that's why it's important to rewrite and rechange the course so that that way you won't be stifled and won't be blocked from um, creating the reality that you want to create. And so that's that's, you know, that's it, though. You got to make a decision outside of what you believe is to be true. You got to question question things like why. Right. Like yourself, how you've been doing everything up until this point really mm-hmm. i mean would you would you say then um to change the course of your life to that it comes down to reflection and i guess combing through and figuring out all the different points of conflict or contradiction yeah com- with definitely what com- with what you are desiring um well, is what you're desiring if you are not moving closer towards it, there is a conflict already. You know what I'm saying? Like if you're not if you're not moving in a direction or you're not getting closer to where you can smell what you want or what you're desiring. Right. But I mean when it comes down to making change and looking at the habits and things like that that are moving you towards that. I don't understand what you mean. Like <clears throat> Because obviously we can see like, okay, we want to be at this point over here mm-hmm. and we're not getting there. So obviously there's conflict or like con- contradiction over there. Like that's not matching up. But in regards to being able to change the course of it so now in the future we can actually get to that point, uh, almost looking at it more in a micro level mm-hmm. with like the daily habits of like what you're doing and what you're thinking and things like that and what's like what it takes or what that story I guess should be to get to that point where you want to be and what you're actually telling yourself like combing through and looking at all those little small things Mm -hmm. so that you can change it recognize it and then change it okay you see what I'm saying I really don't I'm sorry (laughs) what's going on like real I think I'm talking about something completely different from what you're talking about okay maybe because I, I was just I talking about it just in the in the in the topic mm-hmm. of changing the course of mm-hmm. your life i guess i'm trying to figure out like how are you asking guess, me how like, to do it or no, no no like it would you sum up the actions or what's needed to be done how would i sum it up yeah oh okay i got you do you see what i was saying before I did. I really don't. I really don't. Even now, I, I, I don't know. If, like my mind just went blank for a oh, second. Okay. Like, I couldn't hey, really I register. <laughs> I couldn't really register what you were saying. Like I heard you. <laughs> like it, it was. It was like I heard every word. Every word makes sense, but it just didn't like all make sense. I gotcha. Um, but I. But but to to honestly say it really does not. It it really doesn't work like that. There's no order to it. Okay. Um, there's really no order to it, but I, I will say, of course, journal, um, and cause it, one thing might, you might just have to, you might just have it in front of your mind what to do. Like, okay, I need to be nicer to people. 
but why 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 haven't I been nice to people before? Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like what what is it about me? And then it, it may be so layered. That's what I'm saying. It may be layered in a relationship that you have with your cousin. Oh, okay. You see what I'm saying? It may yeah. not it, it is not as cut and dry as this is what you need to do. You have to examine all of it. You have to examine all of the relationships that you've developed because somewhere underneath it something was snuck in to make you believe that or TV or something you but you we believe things to protect ourselves you know what i'm saying like people for the most part people will be like well you got to act like this because if not they're going to take you for granted or they're going to um try to run over you they're going to try to you take you you know use your kindness for weakness type of thing right so then I don't want to appear weak, so I'm not going to be kind. You see what I'm saying? I'm not going to be nice because, you know, people take your kindness for weakness. Mm -hmm. So then I need to toughen up. But your uncle could have told you that. And now you're applying it to everything. He was just talking about it at school. You know what I'm saying? Where people used to give your pencils away. and (laughs) You know what I'm saying? And now you're applying that rule. That's your rule for life. And that's why I'm saying, like, it, it's it's just so layered. But the key takeaway from here is to know, not necessarily, it, it, it is to know, like, the process of getting, of changing the course. But the key, the main key thing to, to look at is that the course that we're on is a result of something that we've created. And in order to change it, we have to change the way we look at the way we've designed the way we look at things that are happening or have happened into our lives. And that's why I say journal, because it'll tell the story as to what happened, what has happened in these types of relationships, past relationships with exes and parents, um, whatever. They all tell the story. And so, um, you know that's that's mainly that's mainly what I what I wanted to say. I hope hopefully this makes sense because I feel like it's so scrambled up. There's just a lot, like you were saying. There's just a lot of layers. There's to a it lot of layers. To a lot it. of different ways to that you gotta tackle it. Mm-hmm. Of course, so uh, it's kind of hard to like tie it down. But if I can give like an overall philosophy right. for it, yeah. The overall philosophy is you have to begin to recreate the way you interpret um, any type of relationship because it could be the very one. Like I said, for me, I just wanted to make sure I had peace in my relationships, make sure, you know, um, there was a sense of, you know, tranquility in my life. But it caused me to really reevaluate the people and the things that you know i believe to be true because if not then i was going to get the same results as everybody else so i decided to take a look at all the relationships like who says that i'm not supposed like i keep going back to this one because it's a big one who says that i'm not supposed to have a good relationship with my in-laws you know, my father-in-law, mother-in-law, my, you know, that kind of thing. Like, who, like, where did that come from? Like, I guess I'm just one of those people, like, I just like to know. 
Like, where did that kind of stuff come from? I Google the weirdest stuff. So I would, I, that's something that I would kind of Google. <laughs> 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 like, where did that start from? But I, I just didn't, I didn't, I couldn't believe it to be true. So I created a different narrative. And I said, you know what? Like, they going to love me. And I'm going to love them. I'm going to love my in-laws. I'm going to love my um, my sister-in-laws. I'm going to love all of them. Cousin-in-laws, everybody. They're going to love me. And so that was the one thing. I didn't have any kids, so we don't have any kids yet. Um, so I don't have any baby mama drama or other <laughs> baby daddy drama type of stuff. So, um, And that was another thing. Like People would ask me, like, why you ain't got no kids yet? Like, because I ain't married <laughs> you know what i'm saying like that was me i like that was something that i like i'm not that's not my reality like it's not just about me just having kids you know i want to make sure that when i create children or procreate children that the environment that i create for them is ideal for their growth and i know that at the moment that you have a child the moment that i ejaculate into a woman this is not pg just not for kids <laughs> whatever I am is being encoded into that woman or into you in this case, obviously, but I'm talking about prior to. Right. And where I was, I didn't want to be in where I was internally. I did not want to bring a child into this reality based on where I was at that time. So I decided not to, but that goes back to what I was saying, creating and retelling a story that has been told to you. Like I said, they their story, my uncles and stuff like that, their story was you just have kids. But if you look at the kids that they've created, they don't really have the structure that I want for my children. They don't have the reality that I want for my children because they just focused on just having kids. And so their kids kind of walk around without a purpose because they were purposeful. They were not made with a purpose. They were not created with a purpose. They were just created because they felt like they needed to have children. And I don't feel like that. So trust you me, when we do decide to have kids, y'all will be the first ones to know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're going to be like the first, 101st. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah I mean that's all I wanted to say you guys um, we can plan the destination but we can't plan the journey but it's important to tell ourselves the story the proper stories along the way so that we don't get stuck in the journey I like that thank you baby that was fresh off the press you know what I'm I just <laughs> literally came up with that but it really is good and I couldn't even repeat it like that's that's why I'm glad we're recording. Um, but yeah, you, you definitely can't plan the destination. You can plan the destination, but you can't plan the journey. So, but make sure in your mind the journey is a very clear cut place, and make sure you know what you want to take there, so that you can enjoy it. You don't want to get to the destination or a place in your life where you can't enjoy. So make sure you you start now packing the things that you want peace. You want to have fulfillment, you want to have joy, you want to have love. Put that stuff in your bag so that as you go along on the journey and when you get to the destination, you can unpack it there. That's been today's episode. 
This has been Coach R. Anthony. Where can they? Where can they? You want to? You want to add anything, baby? Before I go, I, I tied it up so tightly. You tied. You tied it up so beautifully. <laughs> Thank that's you. That's what I was like. I'm just. That's good. I'm just gonna leave it there. Okay. Okay. Where can they find you, baby? You guys can find me on Instagram at Coach Alulu. C O A C H E L U L U. Um, and that's right, be. All right. Cool, baby. Cool. Uh, you can find me at Coach R. Anthony. Well, actually, that's private. I ain't accepting nobody. But you could definitely come on to Relationships and Chill. That is at Relationships, A-N-D, Chill. That's on Instagram. That's on Facebook, um, Relationships and Chill TV, on uh, YouTube. And that's where you can find me and us for all of your relationship needs. Uh, like I said, we like to... We would like to be your love hub, the place where you come to to get all your information needs about relationships, about love, about dating, about spiritual attracting, uh, spiritual relationships, the things that they don't really tell you about. They tell you all the other stuff, but the stuff that really matters. And um, I believe that you can change your course right now today. Hopefully with this information. Hopefully it made sense. If it didn't make sense, contact me at contact at relationshipsandchill.com and tell me what you did not understand. Or hit me up on relationships and chill and, and um on Instagram and tell me what you did not understand. And I will do my best to break it down for you. But anyway, that's been today's episode. It's been real. It's been good. It's been real good. <laughs> Thank you, baby. We out of here. <laughs> Peace. Thanks for listening to Relationships and Chill. For more information on cultivating the relationship of your dreams, please follow us on Instagram or Facebook at Relationships and Chill or subscribe to our YouTube channel at Relationships and Chill TV. You can also visit our website at www.relationshipsandchill.com. Together, let's make relationships great again.